Half of our life is spent trying to find something to do with the time we've rushed through life trying to save. That's from Will Rogers. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanagil Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for May 30th to June 6th, 2014. That would be the first quarter of the strawberry moon. So here are some natural events. For ages, tool making has been natural to our species and numerous others, including chimpanzees, gorillas, sea otters, crows. Our first tools were probably sticks and stones. Later, we fixed the stick and the stone together to make spears, arrows, axes, knives, hoes, and hammers. Weapons are the tools of our wars. After seeing the atomic weapons of World War II, Albert Einstein reportedly said, I do not know with what weapons World War III will be fought, but World War IV will be fought with stone axes. In my lifetime, hand tools have largely given way to power tools. The hand drill and bracing bit gave way to the electric drill. The cross-cut saw and axe gave way to the chainsaw. The broom and rake gave way to the power broom and the leaf blower. The scythe and the push mower gave way to the bush hog and the power mower and so forth. Nearly all agricultural and all construction until about 150 years ago, were carried out with hand tools and some help from the animals. The great cathedrals and cities of Europe and the tall, steepled churches and towns of New England were built with hand or water or ox power. You know, I hope we haven't forgotten how to do that. As an experiment not long ago, I decided to get the lawn and flower gardens in our backyard back into shape using only hand tools. It was pleasant on a beautiful day to do all this and still hear the birds singing the whole time. The soft whir of the old-fashioned reel mower took me back to my youth when I could mow the lawn and listen to a Brooklyn Dodgers game on the radio at the same time. The chunk of the spade and the hoe in the ground, the smell of cut grass and soil instead of oily smoke were deeply satisfying. You can control them more carefully. You can avoid chopping up the earthworms and mow around the wildflowers better, and no goggles or ear protectors are needed. Well, of course, I'm ready to go back to those days right now. Thank heaven I'm not the only one. You can still buy decent hand tools for just about every job at a good hardware store and many other places, though I haven't seen a new two-man saw in ages. You can still watch the ox pulls and the horse pulls at the playgrounds and even watch several local farmers working happily and naturally with horses around here. We saw a beautiful team pulling a wagon along Route 1 in Whiting just this week. There's a comforting intimacy with the natural world in working in the old ways with old hand tools. Here's a field and forest report. A slim 
slate gray catbirds returned from somewhere south this past week with their sharp mewing like a cat in a tree and their sweet imitations of other songs and sounds. Shad bush and wild cherry are in bloom. Apples are in bloom. Pear trees are into petal fall around here. Tent caterpillars have emerged and begun weaving their webs in the crotches of smaller branches of fruit trees. Now, if you have a a small fruit tree infested by this pest, the best treatment really is to scrape out the web in the cool of the evening or early morning when all the caterpillars are inside and crush it underfoot. I know it's not nice, but it's best not to put this off too long. These hungry crawlers can grow up to two and a half inches long, can strip a small fruit tree of new leaves in a day or two. Here's a rank opinion. We don't know for sure what will become of us when oil hits 200 a barrel. But if I were you, I'd start right now oiling up and sharpening some of those old tools you have in the barn or in the basement or the tool shed. Probably be good to dig up a garden patch, too. Uh, Get the spare bedroom ready and put in a few extra groceries for when they start stampeding wild-eyed out of the cities and heading for the main coast, as they tend to do this time of the year. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week from Emily Dickinson first. To live is so startling, it leaves little time for anything else. And from Annie Dillard, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out there and see for yourself.